year. I know we're just about ready to close out this year. Can't believe it. You made it through. Uh, hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> um, you know, it's amazing that we make it through the way we do. Um, I do see that the video is going through. So I'm hoping that's all working for everybody. Um, and I'm just going to give a couple. I can't see it on my computer because it's not coming up. So I got to find it on the page and do it from there because uh, sometimes it it does that. It just, uh, in Safari, by the way, you know, Apple and Facebook don't really like each other. Um, so they um, oftentimes do things just to annoy each other. And I think one of the things that um, Facebook does is just to make it difficult for uh, Safari and stuff like that because they want to be able to track you. I don't know if you understand some of those stuff, but that's not what we're going to talk about today. We're not talking politics. We're not talking corporations. I want to talk to you about a very uh, specific thing that I get asked probably more than anything ever in um, as, a, as a minister and prophetically because I think a lot of times people want me to call out what they're supposed to do. They want to know what to do. And I get this all the time. Uh, what does God want me to do? I don't know what he wants me to do. And, and I get it, by the way. Um, uh, I, I, I get that feeling because I know that feeling. I had that feeling. And so maybe I can help you with um, maybe some things that can at least get you in position to discover for yourself what God has for you to do. And so I, I, I hope this will help. I, I really do. Um, for me, um, in, in my life, you know, of walking with God and trying to figure out what to do, I can remember it's been a long time um, before I knew I was called. So it's, you know, they're talking 30 years ago. But, you know, I think that one of the problems we have of trying to figure out what God wants us to do is we create a paradigm in our imagination. We create a um, a kind of uh, attitude, so to speak, of this is the way it should work out. This is the way it should be. Like, uh, I don't know if God wants me to be uh, preaching or not. Or, And we kind of limit ourselves and get ourselves tied into a certain thing. So for me, um, I want to tell you those trappings are real, that... Um, you can really get trapped by the thought of that the only way you're valid is to be in full-time ministry, what we call full-time ministry, which I don't like calling it full-time ministry. Um, or let's just change it from full-time or but to, you know, that being your only thing that you're after, so to speak. I preached for 13 plus years. Actually, I preached for 16 years while I had a job. I was an air traffic controller. I loved what I did. Uh, but the Lord is the one who told me to leave and step out. And it was scary. So I'm trying to tell a lot of people, like, unless you know it's God, you don't want to do that. I think a lot of people uh, are looking for a job in ministry. But there's a difference between having a job in ministry and stepping out into ministry. Like, I didn't have anyone supporting me. Uh, no one, no one uh, was providing. I mean, I did get offerings and stuff, but that was it. It was solely... Uh, by preaching the gospel and doing meetings. So that was my source of uh, revenue for my family. 
And, you know, we, we had to run hard to do that. And I know a lot of ministers who do that today. So we're not talking about that. But even if you're kind of struggling with, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to, you know, uh, serve at the church or, or am I a prophet? And we, we kind of, we were trying to answer a question uh, by asking a question. So let's, let's remove that. I'm going to just give you some things that I'm going to tell you how to position yourself, how to, um, how to seek God in a way that he will, that you will discover what God has for you to do and how to even test that out as you go. Because I think that's the big thing for me was how did I test it? Um, you know, I, I have a lot of, I, I give a lot of opportunity to my uh, spiritual sons and daughters to preach, to do videos, because the only way you're going to get good at it is to do it. You, it, it's, you know, when I watch YouTubers, you know, and, and I watch a lot of YouTube because I don't watch regular TV. Uh, I don't have a TV cable service. So, you know, I watch stuff that I like watching. Uh, I watch some Derek Prince. I love watching aviation videos because I was an air traffic controller. Um, and so for, you know, when, when you only get good at something by doing it, no one just steps out and is like perfect at it, even though they might step onto their own YouTube channel, you'll find that they did YouTube's, you know, YouTube stuff, whatever it might be. So my first thing for you is it's, it's probably something that you're, if you don't know what you're to do, it might not be something you're an expert at now. Okay. That it's part of that learning journey is when you know what you do, uh, it's like, you know, when you know you're called to be a doctor, you're not a doctor. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of training and a lot of things that go into becoming a doctor. Just like if you're called to be a prophet, uh, you're, you know, we, we don't realize the uh, environment of which prophets were called in the Old Testament. God wasn't calling heathens to be prophets. That's something we don't really wrap our head around. That these were people of the law. These were people that grew up understanding the word of God. And so what we think is God's going to just take someone off the street today. They get saved and they're called to be a prophet. doesn't work that way. So let's not put that kind of pressure on us. But I want to give you, uh, I'm going to read it out of the Amplified. Well, I'm going to read it out of, the, out of the Passion Translation. So I know Passion came out with the 2.0 or 3.0. I'm waiting for him to complete all the books before I buy a Bible with everything in it. But I want to read this to you because I want to, I, I love it in the Amplified. I love it in the Passion. Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2. And I want to give you something that if you make it, today's the 31st, tomorrow is the first, make it a goal to get the revelation of these two verses, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And if you get the revelation and practice these two, what's in these two verses, I promise you by the end of the year, your life will be completely different than it is right now. Completely different than it is right now. I make that promise to you. I'll, I'll, I'll wager on that one. If you do these two. Now listen to this. <clears throat> Beloved friends, what should be our proper response to God's marvelous mercies? I encourage you to surrender yourselves to God to be his sacred living sacrifice. Now, you know, I was sitting down with my friend Dan Duke, and we're going to do some videos in January together. And, 
And Dan's been a missionary. Uh, he's been a pastor. He's been a he says, you know, even like me, like I'm a I'm a senior pastor, but I'm really not a pastor. I'm an apostle, prophet, and and I don't do pastoring really well. Like some people are so good at being a pastor. I have a couple, Jerry and Denise. You see them on the gate web uh, the gate videos, where they are tremendous pastors. And 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 it's not about loving people. It's just they are good at what they do. They are great. They are excellent at it. Um, and so, but we talked about this and we talked about what is, what does this scripture mean? This is the order of Melchizedek. See, in the order of the Levitical priesthood, which you do not want to be a part of, and you are not a part of, you are a priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek with Christ. Why is that important? Because the Levitical priest brought an offering. So you might think that the offering God wants you to bring is praise or thanksgiving. It's not the offering he wants. What God always wants on the altar is you and I. Then he gets the whole package. See, the Levitical priest brought an offering, but Jesus gave himself as an offering. That's the order of Melchizedek. We present ourselves to God as a living sacrifice unto him. Okay, and he said, and he says, look, this is like, you know, it's such an amazing thing. What is the proper response to God's mercy? It's to place ourselves on the altar before God and say, here I am, Lord. And if you do this for a year, if you do this every day in prayer, Lord, here I am, consume me. I offer myself up to you for your service, for your kingdom, to you, for whatever you need me to do. If you'll do that, your life will never be the same. And here's the secret to it. And I'm going to give you the secret right up front. Don't ever take yourself off the altar. Leave yourself there. Because uh, just leave yourself on the altar with God. Okay? Just let him consume you. And you want to say, you want to think he's going to consume you the first five seconds you did. No. Let it work, you know, let it work. And the love of God, the, the fire of God will fill your life. That's what happened to me, okay? I just began, now I didn't know, I, I, you know, the way God does stuff to us a lot of times is when he's going to release revelation, he actually gives us revelation and then he teaches us what he taught us. So I was doing this. Not knowing the full revelation of Revelation 12, 1 and 2, I learned this by what God worked through me. And so this is such a powerful two verses that we quote a lot, but we don't have the revelation of it. I'm hoping that if you do or don't, that you're hearing me and that you'll, you'll really understand what this is saying. It says, and live in holiness, experience. Look, if you live in holiness, listen experiencing all that delights his heart. You know, one of our issues when it comes to God is we want him to give us everything in our heart's desire. But really what the, what the kingdom manifestation is, listen, the manifestation is that you begin to dwell in what delights his heart. And it's far better what you think, what you think will delight you. It, it literally consumes you. It literally, it's so amazing that it, that the, the, the things of this world grow strangely dim. You know, that's what happens because, because it's, it's, you start experiencing all that delights his heart. For this becomes your genuine expression of worship.
Now think about that for a second. This becomes the genuine expression of worship. That's important for us, isn't it? All right, verse 2. We only have verse 1. Stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed. Now, this is what I want you to understand. He's writing to the book of Romans. These are a bunch of believers, and he's telling them they still have need for transformation because we haven't fully apprehended it. Paul said, I have not yet apprehended. Okay? So we, we, we will be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. How does that happen? It happens by offering yourself up as a living sacrifice on the altar of God, like the priest of Melchizedek. God doesn't, he, love, he loves your praise. He loves it. He, he loves it when you worship. He does. He loves it when you worship. He loves it when you give thanks. All those things. We enter his gates with thanksgiving. We come into his courts with praise, but we come in to offer ourselves up as living sacrifices. That's the purpose for coming in. That's the purpose for laying our life down. That's we 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 come in with thanksgiving in our courts with praise, but we lay ourselves down on the altar before him and we say consume us holy God. Consume us God. This is what we want. This is what we desire to be a living sacrifice, a a burnt offering for you so to speak. He says and, and what happens you got a total transformation inwardly on the way you think why because because when you start delighting in all that delights his heart when you start experiencing all that is delighting his heart you are transformed you start experiencing that why mercy triumphs over judgment but why truth is important and and you start understanding the thoughts of god like one of the things god spoke to me one time I was, I was just praying. The Lord would ask me. The Holy Spirit would just like ask me what I thought was bizarre questions. And I learned what he was doing was he was showing me his reasoning behind. Like, so it, it says in Scripture that God does, you know, that human sacrifices are wrong. But why are they wrong? And the Lord spoke to me once. I said, the reason human sacrifice is wrong is because my son is the only one who can offer himself up. The way Jesus did. In other words, I can't die on a cross and save world, save the world. I can't. So when the false false Baal prophets and all them will offer up their children to try to appease God, there was only one that could do that, and that was Christ. And everything else was an abomination because it 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 it, it tried to put itself in the place of Christ. God can't be totally against human sacrifice because He sacrificed His Son. There's a reason why He's against it. It's not what you think. It's not because Sacrifice is wrong. No, it's because he sacrificed his son. That was the plan. And the enemy was looking to pervert that. Think about this. Think about if if no one had ever been crucified but Christ. Right? It would be kind of crazy. But it would certainly change the way, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about, well, there's only one person crucified. People go like, someone said, why do you believe Jesus? I heard this the other night. Why do you believe Jesus? I, and the guy said, I have this rule that if you've been raised from the dead, you're worth listening to. I thought that was a pretty good rule. And that's still not the, the greatest rule. The rule is because he was a son of God. And here's why. Um, uh, if Jesus could, had to be more than a good man. And 
And if he was a good man, if he was even just a good man, then everything he said could have been a lie because a good man doesn't lie. All right, that's besides the point. We're not getting to that. All right, listen. This all, this says this will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Now, the Amplified says that you will discover what the will of God is and what is even the perfect will of God for you. So how do we do it? What's that mechanism? How do we do it? Now, what does that look like? Well, you know what? When you offer yourself up, it looks different. It has similarities to the other people that do it. But you're on a journey. You're on a one-on-one journey with God. You are It's you and Holy Spirit, Jesus, and the Father. That's one-on-one, believe it or not. And you meet him in the secret place. And what you cannot do is, is um, you can't go in as a group and do it. This is a one-on-one thing. Now, you can be inspired in a group, but you're still going to have to want to go one-on-one with God. And I want to encourage you, as the Gate Church, and we are going after what we're calling 30 Days of Renewal, January 2nd. By the way, if you don't have our, um, where is my phone? <laughs> you know, oh, there it is. If you don't have um, the downloaded our app, do so, okay? Because I will be sending out push uh, push notifications for that 30 days of renewal. So you're going to want to get on there um, and just receive those uh, daily encouragements. I'm going to do some videos, which I'm going to post them uh, on, our, uh, on our app. So you'll be able to watch them right into the app and stuff like that. So download the app. Just go ahead, go to your respective store, look up the Gate Church Jacksonville, and you know our logo. So uh, look for it there. Uh, it's a green and white logo, so look for it there, the Gate Church, and and um, be a part of that. But I'm telling you, if you did this for a year, because I did this for a year, it revolutionized my life. Um, and then it went on to two years. Uh, then it went on to three. And I can't tell you that every season is the same, but I can just tell you what you don't want to do is, uh, and I've made this mistake in the past, where I took myself off that altar. That's why I'm telling you, don't take yourself off. Put yourself right back on the altar. God, God will not put you on the altar. No, look at why, what's the principle. It's said of Jesus. This is what he said. Jesus said this. No one takes my life. I lay it down. I pick it up. Listen to this. No one takes your life. It's your free will to lay it down for God or not. You make the decision. Lay your life down just in prayer. You don't know what to pray. That's fine. Father, I don't know what to pray. This is what this is like. <laughs> I tell people, talk to them. I don't know what to pray. I just know I want to know you. And I don't know what to do. But I just want you to consume my life. I just want you to, I just want more of you. And I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what words to communicate. But I'm asking you to work from the inside out and break me open. To bust me out of there. And to have your way in me. And if you'll spend time, and it does take time in prayer to do that, folks, let me tell you something. Your life will be forever, forever changed. And that's what I want for you. That's literally what I want for you. I want your life um, changed um, forever. And it stays changed as long as you will stay on the altar. And God, the Holy Father, for he's a consuming fire, 
will consume you. And he will begin to direct your life in the ways that you want to go. Now you may go, and look at folks, for me, when I started this, it was not to be in ministry. I just wanted to know God. That was it. That was my only really plan <laughs> to know God. That was it for me. It wasn't, um, wasn't to be a prophet. It wasn't to be a minister. It was just, God, I want to know you. And I just began to pray. I, 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 and I will tell you this. Um, I felt I stunk at it. I still feel, I don't feel like you can never be an expert at prayer. But I, I really was like, God, I stink at this. You know what I found? I found that God didn't care. He looked at the sincerity of my desire and he met me there. And man, I had some glorious encounters with God. So I hope this helps you. I hope this um, will give you a little, just for, for, for a year, that's your goal. That's our goal for this next year. Lord, consume us. Consume me, Lord. I offer myself as a living sacrifice for you. That you would be my all-consuming fire. That you would consume my life and burn up the, the dross and, 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 and the impurities out of my life. That I might live a life pleasing to you. Acceptable to you. One that you consume. One that is a, a, a vessel worthy of your honor and glory. See, in every house, there's a vessel of honor and dishonor. And, it, and Paul said, if you cleanse yourself, then you can be transformed into that vessel of honor. Hallelujah. There's, I love with God, there's always hope. I love that with the Lord. There is always hope. So I hope that helps. I really do. And let me know in the comments. And uh, again, download our app, no matter where you're at. Download that app. Okay, the Gate Jacks, uh, you can go to thegatejacks.com, but download that app. And I think that you're going to find that to be really, really uh, encouraging because I'm going to send out stuff, uh, hopefully on a daily basis. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to get up in the morning and actually start getting some of those going. It helps me to get a couple days ahead because if I don't do that, then uh, I could have a day where I'm, uh, I just, I don't, I don't have it. Uh, for the day. So it just helps me to try to stay ahead of that. Plus, uh, I've got power calls. Uh, we'll be doing Monday night. And then uh, I'm working on two new manuals, by the way, uh, one called Covenants. And then I have another course that people keep begging for me to do again called First Principles. And I'll be releasing that one after Covenants. So stay tuned for that as we'll be releasing those soon. So God bless you and love you. And uh, I just hope you uh, wish you the best for 2021. Man, we, we have made it out of 2020. You know, so God bless you. I look forward to 2021 with you. I don't want to say it can't get any more crazier, but we'll see. But you know what? Even in the crazy, you can thrive with God. Even in the crazy, you can have joy with God. Even in the crazy, God will provide and take care of you because God is so amazingly faithful. So God bless you guys, and I will talk to you.